On today's episode of Speak On Stage, I will share with you how celebrities like Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, Julia Roberts, Mahatma Gandhi, Warren Buffett and more got over their massive fear of public speaking and became the superstars that we know they are. Also, if you've got a fear of public speaking, we'll be breaking down what causes it and how to get over it and answering all your questions, that and more, in an unmissable show of Speak On Stage. Hi, I'm Dave Crane, an ex-BBC journalist who transforms decision makers and business owners who are feeling unknown and scared to speak on stage into highly respected and branded industry experts who are frequently getting offered five, six and even seven figure contracts to do exactly what they did before. During the pandemic, I lost everything except the belief that like me, the world is full of frustrated leaders and game changers with untapped potential and brilliant ideas who felt time was always against them because they were worth much, much more and just needed help to learn to jump and grow wings on the way down. And so that's what I do. I help create industry icons. Imagine being in constant demand, headhunted and interviewed because you are the visionary whose life purpose and passion are aligned. So every single day you wake up smiling, truly happy, only doing what you want, when you want and having plenty of time to spend with those you love. I created the Industry Icon Program to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step -step strategies to help you to fly. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life worth living, it's an honor to be serving you. And now it's your turn to build a legacy. So let's get started. We need to talk. This is your time to become an industry icon. So here we are back again with Speak On Stage with me, Dave Crane. I hope you've had an amazing day and a week since the last uh, podcast came out. But if you just watched it moments ago or listened to it, then it wasn't really a week. Uh, I've got my John Wick hair on today. Can you see that? Doesn't look like John Wick, Dave. Shut up. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to be going through a lot of stuff, including how to get over fear of public speaking. And also, I'll be answering some questions about how to earn money and what kind of money you should be looking for uh, in, uh, later on in today's episode. Plus, also meeting uh, some celebrities and finding out how they got over a fear of public speaking. Now, not everybody has stage fright. Not everybody has a worry about it. In fact, glossophobia is the official term for stage fright, for fear of public speaking. I don't know how it came about. I don't speak Latin, but I'm sure that you can Google it and find out for yourself. So today's episode is dedicated to making sure that you can work out why. Now, here's the thing about it. If you're really effective at doing your public speaking and growing your brand and being out there, then you become positioned as the very best in your industry. So every client who therefore has a headache they need to fix, I'm not talking about going to get some paracetamol or aspirin. I mean, they've got a challenge in their business and they need somebody who's of a really high level to help them should be able to find you because you have got all your stuff out there as proof 
of evidence that you can deliver what they're looking for. That social proof, that certainty, is that the ability that the client's got their objectives, or you help them work out what their objectives are and give them a return on investment as a direct result of working with you. That's what this is all dedicated to do, and that's what this show is dedicated to help you with. If you need to know more about the industry icon program, contact me directly. Meanwhile, as I mentioned, this show comes out on video, uh, live across all the social media platforms. If you're watching on one particular one, then make sure that you're following me or connected to me, because that way you'll catch the next ones that come up in the future. If you go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, you'll get them all fresh when they come out to play. Uh, And also with the podcast, same thing on Spotify and Apple Tunes or iTunes or whatever it's called. <laughs> I should have known before I started talking. Yes, I know I should have. Okay, so let's move on very quickly. If you want to fast track the entire experience, then let me give you this for free as a gift as being a viewer or listener to the podcast. So uh, all you do with this QR code is you just take a screenshot and look at it later or hold your phone or your device up and take a, a shot of it, click on the QR code and it'll open you up to a page. Why should you do it? I've written a book, uh, just an ebook, but it's 10 killer strategies on how to guarantee uh, and fast track your career. So everything from getting over a fear of public speaking to um, why you should and how you should grow your brand to even being able to post at work when you're told we don't want anybody posting unless it goes through our PR department. There's ways and means around that, plus getting over imposter syndrome uh, and a ton of other things, doing well on LinkedIn and creating viral content. All that is covered amongst these 10 strategies uh, in the book and that's completely free and I've talked a lot now to give you a chance to download the QR code if you can't find the QR code then just go to speakonstage.com and you should be able to get access to this too all right then so uh, the industry icon program is dedicated to help um, decision makers fast track their own career so if you can't wait for any of this stuff to turn around and come through to you just contact me directly at theindustryicon.com and uh, set up a chat with me and uh, if you are selected then uh, we'll be fast tracking your career so you can get everything to happen in a fraction of a time uh, with even more great stuff to happen to you uh, earning money getting better kudos launching a podcast writing a book whatever it is you want to do uh, that's going to boost you in your uh, industry at a fraction of the investment and time it would take to do all this stuff because i've been doing it for many many years which is why i'm able to do this stuff with you now and you can go gosh dave I'm so glad you shared that. And I'm saying, well, no problem. I learned the hard way, which is why I don't want you to have to do the same thing. So with that being said, here's the agenda for today's show. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you which celebrities fear public speaking. Also, what causes a fear of public speaking? Then we're going to look at which steps you can take to fix it. And then what should you do next? Not always speaking, sometimes it's a bit of research, depending on why you need it to be fixed in the first place. And then after that, we've got a Q&A session as I answer your emails and your messages uh, and the biggest challenges that people have about how to become a speaker, how to grow your brand and uh, become an industry icon. So let's get stuck straight into it. First thing's this, going to throw you a question. What are you worried about? What is it that worries you so much about public speaking? Everyone talks about it. Oh, well, I I don't really want to do it. I'm just stressed about the idea of speaking in public. Okay, well, I can understand that, but here's a few things I want to share with you. First of all, why do you have a fear of public speaking? And people say, well, I'm worried about freezing. 
what, freezing so you can't speak anymore. Yeah, that's what it is. I'll look stupid in front of everybody. Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe if you pace it differently, you can take a break in front of people, stroke your chin, go for a little walk, come back, and then start speaking when your head is back working again. And all people will think you're doing is considering the next thing that you want to say next. Does that make sense? If it doesn't, then it should. Have a think about it. Another thing that people worry about with fear of public speaking is this. What if I forget what to say? Well, my head goes empty and I just, it's a blank. Well, if you've created a great enough relationship with your audience, then you can ask them, what was I talking about? And 99% of the time they'll tell you. But if you go, I am me, I am great, I know everything, and then you forget what to say, they're going to go, whoa, <laughs> you weren't very good, were you? Next thing is, what if they laugh or boo me? Laugh at or boo me. Most audiences don't unless you are a comedian or unless that is your act. In most cases, they want you to be successful. Now, don't get me wrong. If you turn into a train wreck and you, 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 you explode on stage, everyone's going to wish they had their phones out. But most people don't want that. They've done a trade-off of sitting down and watching you in exchange for getting some great information and learning a lot. So that's what they want you to deliver. They don't want to have to be nasty. And in most cases, they won't. Most people in an audience will say nothing. In fact, to be honest with you, this is what you get with a live audience. Most live audiences, when they're really angry, and I know you can't tell this on the podcast, but it will make perfect sense, because imagine I do the same thing. Okay? So when you're really angry, this is an audience. No expression. And when you're really happy, this is an audience. Still no expression. And when you're falling in love, this is an audience. And when you're fascinated by what someone's saying, this is the audience. And when you're so angry that you're going to go and you grab the person and, and just duff them up until they stop moving, this is the face of the audience. They don't move, they don't do much at all, which is why I wanted to share that. Very visual, and it didn't help you on the podcast. I realize, and I apologize in advance. But if you could see it, then I'm sure it was worth the, uh, the, the, the cheap gag. All right, next question is this. What if I lose my job as a direct result of speaking? Very... Very unlikely, as long as you stay in your lane and talk about stuff that, that relates to what it is that you do. It has been said that on occasion some people have made a mistake when they speak. Uh, one of the classic cases of that is a guy called Gerald Ratner, um, a very famous jeweler in the UK who had a huge jewellery empire up and down high streets right across the UK and beyond. And one day at a business uh, dinner, he stood up and said, all our stuff is cheap and nasty, or something similar to that. And even though he joked about it, it didn't matter. Once he'd said it, people went, what? We spent a fortune. That's our favorite place to shop for jewelry. I'm going to never, ever come to your shop again. And they didn't. And uh, they had to close it all down, went bankrupt. And uh, he's now a motivational speaker, Gerald, and he talks about exactly what he's been through as a cautionary tale for everybody else. So that's a rare occasion. Most cases, the opposite happens. The more you speak, the more you enhance a relationship with you, with people who are strangers, or if they are already your existing customers, then you enhance a relationship so they, they double down on why they love working with you. So forget the losing a job bit. It's very unlikely for that to happen unless you treat your speaking session like a swear fest and try and get as many bad words out as possible in front of your audience until they, they call the police and pull you off the stage. Then you will probably lose your job unless you're paid to swear on stage, as many comedians are. Okay, and the last question here is, uh, what was this? It's not really a question. It's what if blah, 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 something else happens here. Look, it doesn't matter what that something else is. 
Everybody has their brains trying to protect them. That's why you come up with different difficult questions. It doesn't matter what you're thinking of. All that matters is that you get the job done. If you know your material, you've worked out who your audience is, and you're engaging and you're fun and you don't overstay your welcome, it's very unlikely that anything bad will happen. And in fact, it would be better than that. Everything good will happen just by being up on stage. When 90% of people have a fear of public speaking, but you go up there and you do something about it, even if you're not very good, people appreciate it because they can see the honesty. They can feel the vibe of you going through a few struggles being on stage and they do reciprocate and they do appreciate it and they do end up buying your stuff as a direct result of you having the guts to go up there when many other people won't. So here's a system that I've created. I won't spend too long on this. It's called the Speak On Stage Mastery System, and you can get it from speakonstage.com. So um, first of all, obviously, welcoming an audience is really important, but then how to overcome your fear of public speaking, which is something that most people have in some way, shape, or form, and we go through that. How to warm up an audience before you start speaking, because here's the thing. If you can get your audience to be on your side before you even start trying to get them to be on your side, then that's fantastic, because ultimately the best way to say to somebody is through referral. You come to see a client who's already heard of you and already Googled you, and they say, right, okay, well, it's good to meet you, finally. And you're thinking, what do you mean, finally? I've never even heard of you until this meeting started, but they've gone through your stuff. So therefore, there's lots of ways of getting an audience primed and ex excited about seeing you before you go on stage. And failing that, there's ways to open and close your room, which I'll talk about in more depth uh, in a proper session. In fact, we'll probably cover some of these things in our future episodes of Speak On Stage. How to train audiences. You train an audience or they will train you. It's very simple. They'll train you to feel terrible and make you sit down, or you can train them to, uh, to um, answer every question you've got and on command clap and cheer and scream and everything you want. Okay, so how to open and clo close your room. Excuse me. Um, how to also um, how to get your body language right. Most people don't get the body language right. They look scared on stage. In fact, the kings of body language are probably going to be stand-up comedians again um, because of the fact that they can can talk themselves. Uh, but they find a power statement or a power position and they hold on to that throughout the entire presentation. You may have seen them do that. If not. If you were to see a silhouette of one of your favorite actors or comedians, could you make out who they were? With comedians, you probably can by the way they hold their microphone, by the outline, and also by the fact that the way they move gives away their personality and what they're trying to share. How to do small talk, how to be in a lift, how to be in an elevator, how to get your signature pitch across to people so they go, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Please call me in the office. And it does happen. How to host all events. All events usually have the same format. And so when you know what it is, you can tweak it a little bit, but just adapt it to the one in front of you. And certainly every audience anywhere around the world that speaks your language will do exactly what you want them to do. Seriously, very, very cool superpower. Plus you get to trouble. How to do panels and interviews. If you don't know how to do them, we'll cover them on this show as well. Very important part of understanding how you need to be positioned in business is your ability to start speaking to strangers and they go, wow, that's fantastic. How to fix problems. There's lots of things that go wrong during a presentation, like your PowerPoint can crash or the audience, um, somebody faints or something that gives you a challenge. They can all be fixed. So you can still come out of it being paid with a great reputation and people will know that they want to get you back again because you deliver great content. You're a really sound, wonderful person. 
how to make an online impression, which is what this is all about, which I'm doing with you right now, and also the assessment uh, and Q&A. We'll be talking about the Q&As later on in today's show, uh, so make sure you stick around for that, because I think you'll find some interesting things that make you go, oh, 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 I did not know that. So if you're waiting to see what it's like when I bring all this stuff together, or you may be even thinking, yeah, Dave, but you talk about this all the time, are you as good? Well, here's a little scenario for you. Imagine going along to the United Nations in Bahrain. So a room is full of VIPs of all different nationalities, all different backgrounds, all different um, politics and, and race. And somehow in a very short amount of time, you've got to wow them so they buy out of you, I mean, they buy uh, um, into you and they're eating out the palm of your hand. How do you do that? Well, I mentioned earlier about the fact that you train them or they train you. One of the best ways to get an audience to warm to you is by referral. Get somebody else to introduce you, and then when you get on stage, you can then create a relationship that belongs to you. Does that make sense? I hope so. And uh, to illustrate the point, just going to share with you this video. Big mentor, and you are going to love his session. Please give it up for the incredible Dave Crane. Thank you, Michael, and hello to everybody here as well. Um, how many people have heard of me before? How many people have never heard of me before? How many people don't care if you've never seen me again for the rest of your lives? Wonderful. There you go, so that's me on stage in Bahrain. Now, there's a couple of techniques I shared there, um, which I will elaborate more in future episodes. So if you're thinking, oh my goodness, how do you do that, Dave? That's not easy. It is easy once you know exactly what to do, but you've got to know your audience too, to be able to know what it is you need to say to them to get their Wi-Fi code, so they then work with you further. Does that make sense so far? Good. Uh, I love your thoughts and comments, by the way. Make sure you leave them for me to, to answer. Uh, and also, if you want to know more about it directly, you can contact me, and the details are here in the comments section of how to get all the different connections with me, or at the very least, follow me on social, and you'll get to do more stuff as we organize events and so on into the future. So, who's not talking? Or to be precise, who look who's not talking. Um, there's lots of different comedians, artists, and so on who have a massive fear of public speaking. So illustrating that, let's have a look at who actually is on that list. So first of all, Abraham Lincoln, that famous president of the United States, one who freed the slaves. And everyone goes, wow, what a guy. Well, he used to make excuses for public speaking. And to my knowledge... Uh, I don't think he ever gave a public speech. He just hated the idea of people staring at him. Now, many people who are in this position do overcome their fear. But I believe that we didn't have hypnotherapists at that time. So Abraham Lincoln took on the whole thing. And uh, it's a challenge for anybody to have to go through. Next on the list, Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers of the United States. To my knowledge, he only ever made two speeches, and people said he used to mumble all the time. They couldn't hear him. At his rallies, nobody could hear him. So that's why it wouldn't make sense. Now, these guys are great thinkers. These guys are people who've changed the world with their thoughts and activities and the things they've done, but imagine what they could have done if they could have spoken out to a live audience at the same time. All right, next up, Winston Churchill had a lisp. Yes. That guy, the, the guy who seemed to have saved Britain during the Second World War was the guy who didn't do many speeches. I'm not talking about going on radio or being interviewed, which is a different challenge. It's one where you sit in front of an audience and you start telling people your philosophy in life. He had a massive issue with doing it, and the lisp made it even more pronounced. So next up on that list, let's look at Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi had a fear of public speaking. 
And I know you've seen him on video where he's talking to thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people, all about the importance of freeing India. But he didn't start off like that. He had a massive fear of public speaking. So when he was a lawyer, he just didn't like to stand up and defend his clients. He wanted to defend them, but he didn't like the idea of getting up and standing there. But he had to overcome it, literally, because if you're, at a, if you're in court, if you want to stay a lawyer, you're going to have to quite, get quite good at just going up and answering stuff and talking about saving your clients. But then when he had India as the reasons why he needed to fix all this stuff, he was unstoppable. Mindset change is all about getting results, uh, and there you go. So he's a really powerful example of somebody who had a fear of public speaking who managed to get over it. Next up, Joe Biden, very celebrated stutterer, and uh, also he came out of it. If you watch him speak now, he's fantastic at speaking, uh, and the, the stutter is well gone. But in most cases, it's not gone, it's just that they override it, but it's still sitting there. So an emotional challenge can bring it back again. So don't worry if you've had therapy and you've got your bits and pieces that you used last time, you can still use the same things in most cases. And Joe Biden, uh, you may have seen a video relatively recently where he's working with a kid who was stuttering and told him, sent him his best wishes about how he overcame it, which is quite tear-jerky and very moving. Okay, next on the list, Warren Buffett, famous investor, and he had a fear of public speaking and uh, he worked really hard to fix it. Here's the thing about Warren Buffett. He also tells people that if you can speak on behalf of your organization and you've built a brand around it, you will earn about 50% more than you would have earned if you hadn't done that investment in yourself. Big money, 50% more just by being able to speak about the stuff you want to speak about. There you go, it's pretty worth it. So let's look at some famous celebrities, people you might know better than those uh, politicians. Famous celebrities include Bruce Willis. Massive fear of public speaking, got into acting and it saved him. Samuel L. Jackson, same thing. Didn't like to talk to people. Went to join a theatre, so he had to speak. And what a legend he turned out to be. James Stewart, you may know him from one of my favourite movies of all time, which is... Uh, oh, I forgot it now. It's a Wonderful Life. There you go about Christmas and bells and, and so on. And uh, George, who saves everybody in the, the bank. Forget it. Anyway, he used to mumble a lot because he had a fear of public speaking. And that mumbling, that fumbling, became one of the most endearing qualities of the characters that he played over the many years. So for James Stewart, he turned it into an asset, but he still turned it into something. Adele? Adele gets so nervous about public speaking and performing, did you know that she often throws up at the concerts before the shows? Runs into the toilet, bleh, there you go. Bit graphic, especially if you're having a breakfast, I apologise. But Adele, who's one of the most celebrated stars as well of the, of the, the, the music industry, um, non-stop Grammy waterfall of the wonderful awards, she is still a novice when it comes to talking to audiences without worrying about it. Tiger Woods, famous golfer, he used to speak to his dog at bedtime because that way he could build up the confidence of feeling that there's an audience in front of him that didn't judge him. In fact, probably just licked his face while he went to sleep. And Prince Harry, apparently he's got a massive fear, but he jokes all the time when he's on stage to hide it so people don't notice it's there at all, which is quite a smart ploy. Rowan Atkinson, famous for Mr. Bean, famous for Blackadder and lots of TV shows like that. Um, he's terrible to get interviewed. He's just awful, really boring, not fun. And I love his work. Don't get me... I'm, I'm not disrespecting Roy Atkinson. He's so serious on stage and he comes across as super nervous. 
almost like a character, almost a bit like Mr. Bean, which is a silent character, and that helps him to grow his brand on lots of different audiences and places around the world where people hadn't noticed. But he doesn't give interviews very often because you know he's not very good at them, but you can still see the stuff on the screen, which gets you excited about anything involving um, his stuff. Also, Harrison Ford, action star of the 80s, 90s, and noughties, um, avoids going on talk shows similarly because he's really boring, and he gets really stressed, and he gets really angry. But not angry as in, like the Hulk. Angry as in, uh, just not fun to play with. And uh, Julia Roberts, similar thing without the anger, uh, but with a lot more hair and a smile too. She uses method acting of act- method acting as a way that she can get over a fear of being on stage and talking to people. And it's not easy for any of them, but it has been done and it can be done. So what's your particular challenge? What's holding you back from being a great speaker? Shout it out, I want to know. Tell me now. What is it? You're just lousy at speaking. Okay, well, that's not a problem. We can fix all that for you. Honestly, it's a lot easier than you think. If you can speak to anybody, you can speak to an audience. But be prepared because the industry is changing at such a fast rate that if you don't get up to speed with this, you will be left behind because speaking is really, really powerful. I'll explain exactly why it's so powerful in a moment. So getting a win. When you want to go on stage and want to be really effective, ask yourself these questions. What is a win? What am I doing this on stage for? Why am I actually exposing my inner workings to other people? So what do I have to prove? What do I have to achieve? Who is my audience? Now these are questions that you need to talk to if you're ever offered a gig with an event organizer or manager. They're going to say to you, um, okay, I'll book you. And you're going to say, well, who are they? Because you're going to tailor make your material to fit in the audience. Yeah, you do. All right. Next up, um, what do they want? If you don't know what they want, you can't easily make it up. But you can make it up if you know who the audience is. So, for instance, if you know that they're going to be interested in car mechanics then make sure that you use lots of emphasis on driving your car and getting to the right place and all the rest of it. It's really simple when you know who your audience is to tailor make it. There's very few audiences that haven't bought into the stuff that I've been sharing. How long will it take to get a win? Oh, well, I don't like to put time on it because I'm learning to be a speaker all the time and I've been in it for like 30, 40 years, particularly in public all around the world. So... I'm still learning as I go, but I've got less patience to learn, which will also come to you. You'd notice when it's stuff that you go up, okay, 100%, I get you. But most of the time, you don't go looking for it in the same way. That's when you know um, how long it's going to take. Okay, so next up in the questions, what if something goes wrong? Yeah, but you can't dwell on that. For me as a speaker, things go wrong all the time. That's part of the challenge of being able to fix them. When you know what you're doing, you don't need a handout. You just need to know what you're doing. So if something goes terribly wrong, as has happened with my gigs, I work around it in real time. I've had the power go off a couple of times in events, or the sound has gone off, or one particular time I was uh, hosting the Dubai Rugby Sevens and it rained so badly, everyone was completely drenched. And the cheerleaders would walk around in plastic bags on top of their costumes it was so challenging to go out there and stay happy and do all the stuff i needed to do to get everybody to want to stay rugby sevens but we did it because i just ignored all the spider stuff i just ignored all the challenges all the things that were saying oh my god that's not going to work i just went no we're going to make it work and i worked through it and so can you all the challenges all the things you can do them too 
All right then, so jump and grow wings on the way down is my philosophy for life. Just go for it and you'll get something out of it. It's not that hard. Make calculated risks. And ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? I guarantee it's not going to be that bad. And also say, so what if it does happen? Can I deal with it? Well, of course you can. It's not going to be that bad. And also, if it is that bad, you're going to be ready for it. So have your head working 10 to a dozen and put some things in place just in case it doesn't happen the way that you want it to. And there's a speak on stage mastery, which you won't see on the podcast, but you will be able to see on the visuals about what goes into it. But I will be sharing on future episodes exactly what it is. Or you can go to speakonstage.com and uh, get connected. And I'll share everything with you there. So time for your Q&A then. A couple of questions that have been coming in through various places, some from LinkedIn, from people contacting me directly through various WhatsApp groups, and also people I've been talking to in the street. Uh, this makes it sound really cool when I say in the street. Not that cool, Dave. Okay, thank you. So here's the first question from John Stanway uh, from Vancouver in, in Canada. It says, do I really need to speak to grow my brand? Yes, you will. You don't really know. You don't have to do it, John, but it's one of the fastest ways to grow your brand. When you speak, people listen. Bang, instantly they're paying attention to you. So if they look at you and, you say, and they don't like what they see, then there's no chance of it working. If they don't like what, you, what they see, but you're really good at connecting and you can show that you're really good at knowing your subject, the odds are people will go past official, superficial level and really want to connect and do stuff with you. So that's why I believe you really need to grow your brand and do it through speaking because literally just by opening your mouth and going blah, 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 but probably not that noise, you get people to understand who you are, what, what they can do with you and also uh, that you can in fact deliver what they're looking for. Hope that answers you, John. Next question, Liz Lord from Atlanta in the USA. How much do new speakers get paid? Wow, good question. Um, it really varies. I get a lot of people asking me about how much you should get paid to be a speaker. But I think that what we need to look at is this. You get paid more to be a speaker when people have evidence that you're a great speaker. So if you start turning down work before you've got a showreel, then you kind of daft because you have a chicken and egg situation where you've got no chicken and you've got no egg. What you want to do is start cheap, maybe free, but I would never say free. I would always say barter. So they've got to give you access to the mailing list or they've got to send something out for you, wherever it is. So therefore, you know that they're, they're working on your behalf. That's the barter. So we've got photos, we've got video, we've got audio, we've got testimonials. If you were to pay for that, it probably cost you about the same as you're going to get paid for the game anyway. So here's what I would also do. Um, if you're already a speaker and you're out there and you're saying, well, I should be earning more money than this. Whilst you're right, we've just gone from a, from a pandemic back to almost open season. So there's a lot of gaps and the sponsors have found it very hard to commit to an event that there's no COVID can still cancel last minute. So... I would suggest that what you do is if you're going to work, you work to make sure that everyone knows who you are and what you do, which means get evidence, get something to video the event for you, give you a good quality video uh, of it on whatever it is format that you need, and then use that to market yourself for more money in the future. So it's not instantly an answer to how much do the speakers get paid. The best speakers get a million dollars for being on stage. The worst speakers get, a, I don't know, a dollar. It really varies as to how good you are, but also what you're doing for the audience in front of you. If you've got more questions, by the way, you can contact me directly um, through the comments and I'll answer them, or you can go to info at davecraneglobal.com and we'll get to all your questions there. All right, next up is this. Uh, we've already gone through that from Catherine Ledbetter, thank you, and Liz Lord, okay, and okay, so it does work. 
All the things I talked to you about speaking do work. That's the whole point in saying it. And I've had many experiences of doing it. Why do you want to do it? Well, because if you can be the best in your industry, you can be the best in your industry in any part of the world. And then people want to spend money. But the best way to do it is to amplify your voice, your inner voice, the one inside that comes up with really cool ideas. If you can get that version of you to speak to an audience then people will say that you're natural and clearly a great thinker and somebody that we should keep on their list and on their radar. And then what, then you'll get more speaking events. So you can be the best in the world. You just have to get it right. I want to share with you now a video that I put together to help you to promote and think about what you need to do to be and process in order to be a very effective speaker. Take a look. This is your time. You worked very hard to get where you are. An inspiration to many, a mentor, a rainmaker, and a successful boss. But the one thing you've never done well is now the one skill you have to learn. Public speaking. Great leaders throughout time have always shown their power from the stage. Now is the most essential ability for anybody to be seen as a change maker, industry expert, high achiever, or thought leader. Do you have a fear of public speaking? Are you missing out? Does your tribe need a chief executive officer who can command and motivate from on stage? Is your message getting lost because you need to be able to present from conferences, events, and global forums? My name is Dave Crane. I've worked on stage for over four decades. I've done every kind of entertainment. And I train leaders around the world to find their voice, realize their power, and dominate their industry. I've worked alongside some of the smartest names and most respected business coaches in the world. I train world leaders, industry experts, and high achievers to speak. What do you need? Do you need to share an idea, a theory, a formula, or an invention? Do you need to position yourself among the best of your peers as a key voice to lead into the digital age? Do you need to elevate and grow your personal brand? Are you ready to share stages and concepts among the most innovative minds, producing viral videos and great speeches on a global scale? Most leaders, who are great communicators, fail with a microphone because they don't know stagecraft. They don't know how to engage, entertain, and motivate large crowds. But when you do know how, it's just like breathing. So here's what you do next. Talk to me at speakonstage.com and I'll help you become one of the very best speakers in the world.
So there you have it. So if you want to fast track that, get this QR code, get it copied, scan it, do whatever you need to do, do a screenshot right now, and you should be able to be in a position to start on that straight away for free at home as my gift to you. All right, it's just come back to the end of the show, near enough at least anyway. And uh, so our next episode is going to be actually how to overcome your fear of public speaking. We've shared with you a load of challenges and a couple of tips that you need to work on, but what are the nuts and bolts of actually getting over it? It's probably a part one and part two if you take it in conjunction of uh, next week's show and uh, this one, giving you the idea of the celebrities, that you know what they've been up to, how they overcame it and why they needed to. So hopefully that leads to you having an insight and being able to do the same thing too. So we'll be talking soon all about that. I'd love to know your thoughts and your ideas. Send them to me directly or through social media and I'll make sure that everything that you need to cover is covered. That's the kind of thing I do. Uh, And uh, speakonstage.com is available on all good podcast holders and also is available to watch on YouTube. I'd love to have your thoughts and your comments and I hope that it's been worthwhile. So that being said, it's just about the time for this podcast to end, which is very sad, but I hope you're getting as much content as you really needed to be able to move yourself forward. And remember my philosophy, jump and grow wings on the way down. Go out and speak. Speak to yourself, speak to the mirror, speak at lots of events that are coming up. Doesn't matter what you're doing, just speak. Connect with people and you will get better and your confidence will grow. Trust me. My name's Dave Crane. It's been a pleasure chilling out with you. I look forward to sharing more of you in future episodes. Have a great day. And that's it for today's podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure having you here with me. If you go to speakonstage.com, everything you need will be there. You get access to my blog. You get past and present podcasts. Find out about the events that are upcoming. And also, you could join the Game Changers and join our global community, our membership. We're changing the world. Similarly, if you really want to push your brand and get speaking gigs all around the world, then you've got to become an industry icon. Book a session with me, we'll have a chat about it, and you can get our online courses to become an amazing speaker and also position yourself as the very best in your niche. I look forward to catching you soon on another podcast. Meanwhile, have an amazing day.